welcome to the unload a special presentation of inventory full where a panel of gamers gush about one game in particular today's game destiny 2 so gear up guardians it's showtime welcome to popcorn talk featuring movie discussion news and interviews popcorn talk we talk movies greetings guardians we have a lot to talk about so let me introduce our inventory full vanguard let the folks know who you are and what class and subclass you're playing steve egbert Hey everybody, my name is Steve Egbert, Titan. What, what what subclass are you running right now? In a subclass I'd be running, oh man, I have to go with Striker. All right, Ooh, Striker. All right. Good choice, all right. strong choice. Neil hey Plumlee. guys, it's Neil Plumley. You can find me online on Twitter and actually anywhere at the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. I'm running Hunter Night Stalker. Very nice. Patrick Dees. I'm just amazed at your ability to spell it. You just crushed it. What's up, guys? I'm Patrick Dees. You can find me at Peter the Dees or Tuli Slide on your console of choice. I'm a, I'm a Titan right now, and I'm running Captain America on the Sentinel. All right. Mm, yes. that, that was going to be my first choice. I'm loving that shield, yeah, gentlemen. I'm jealous of Titans, because right I'm, now I want to run Warlock into the ground. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm currently on Stormcaller, just because got to run my Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you yeah. do. So cool. All right. Yeah, so know. there is so much Destiny yes. 2 to talk about. Nate isn't here. We can talk about whatever the hell we want <laughs> for the next, like, 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Um, Love you, Nate. Let's let's <laughs> let's get a little bit uh, a quick Reader's Digest version of everybody's history with the Destiny franchise. When, when did everybody start? Because I was Alpha of Destiny yeah. One, Beta of Destiny One, mm. and I got every single expansion. I bought it twice mm-hmm. on the on the consoles. I flipping mm. love Destiny yep. One, but oh boy, Destiny Two. How about y'all? Yep, uh, picked up Destiny One on the PS3. Did all that. Uh, got on board with. Uh, Destiny on the PS4, and yeah, I gotta say, um, I got on board with the uh, what was the first expansion? Oh, I forget the name of it. It was uh, um, the Dark Below. Dark Below. Oh, the Dark wow, Below. Yeah, 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 I got on, I got on board with the Dark Below. So when they started bundling things together yeah. for the price tag that they were going for, I'm like, right. okay, yeah, I'll go for it. Yeah, right. Get on board. Good time to jump in. That was a yeah, great time to totally. jump in. That's, that's how they picked it. Neil? Yeah. Uh, year one, uh, jumped on board uh, just after the Dark Below came out. Okay. Um, as a way to connect with my brother. What's up, Tyler? Because uh, we're on different coasts. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. oh. That's why I, I'm yeah, so, so, about it. That's so we played together. That's how I got into it. And 90%. I subsequently got all my friends into it. Yeah. Now we have a clan and the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, um, got in just after Dark Below, got all the expansions, played it to death, all three characters, max everything. Good to go. Patrice. Uh, I was, my, Mark and I talked a lot about this on shows we've done before. I, uh, yeah, it was day one. I was alpha. I ran the alpha into the ground to the point where I, like, <laughs> played the beta into the ground. And when the game came out, I was one of that group that was like, oh, there's no more game. Like, <laughs> I've seen so much of this game and literally just run it over and over. I mean, three in the morning. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, yeah, so, and I, uh, but I fell off Destiny pretty quickly. So, Vanilla, um, obviously, beat the campaign. Um, ended up doing the Vault of Glass, and it was a frustrating, spirit-crushing experience at the time. <laughs> I ran it with some great guys, uh, but fell off pretty quickly. And then did the thing that I think a lot of people did with D1 was, like, the minute an expansion came out, like uh, Dark Below, House of Wolves, I jumped back on with, uh, what was the last one that they did? Res of Iron. Yes, Iron. Rise of Iron. Like, so that all was so of those, fun. it was fun, right? Like, And so, like, I kept... It was one of those games that I never deleted. Like, I always appreciated it for what it was in all its quirky glory. Like, I always kept my Titan, um, kept playing, uh, but I would drop it. I was never into that whole, like, uh, the light chase that people seemed to be doing. I wasn't doing the weeklies and every strike. And I was, but I didn't do time. any of the raids. Like, I was just <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just trying to get... Or, or Nightfalls. Right, right. But I still loved the game. Dude, I get it, because it yeah. feels better than any other shooter, like, on the planet. And it's that's unbelievable. That's the best point, yeah. because when people were seeing some friction between... Uh, when when Tom Clancy's Division was coming out, people mm-hmm. were saying that it was going to be a Destiny killer uh, because the Snowdrop engine was going to be ridiculous and, every, and everyone was going to just <laughs> love that <laughs> it game. Looked, it, it looked real good. Yeah, it looked real good. No. But I, I remember seeing a post and someone was like, I played Destiny like all the time. I went yep. to play The Division and because I was getting sick of Destiny. This is the person who's writing this article. And then he said he came back to Destiny just for a little bit and he realized why people still play it because it is the tightest shooter out there. It feels great. Mm. The mechanics and like the, totally. the shooting mechanics, the recoil... Just everything about that is just such a tight shooter, and that is what Bungie's good at. And yep. somehow they made it better. Yeah. Destiny yeah. Two. Yep. Like yep. Steve, Steve and I, we've we've started playing pretty late just because our our schedules sync up. Sure. Uh, we're we're both up Aww. super super late. Right. Uh, and and it's just he we say to each other all the time, "How is this game so fun?" 
It's just fun. I'm glad you guys, I'm not alone in that because like my fire team's getting very sick of me going, hey man, this game's pretty great, isn't it? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like, hey guys, <laughs> it's pretty good. Like every time you'd be running through this corner, you know those quiet beats before you're back into another encounter and the lights are flickering and you're waiting and it's like respawn prohibited. It's the time where I, I use that time to fill the space with, dude, this game is pretty great. Like, isn't it? like and then they're like, yeah, we get it. You like the game. Do you? Yes. So yeah, totally. I have same stage. Patrick, they, they made it better. Why is this game so great? It's so good. I've got a whole list of things that I think we're going to go through quality of life-wise. Yes. It's, so uh, yeah, so can... in, in terms of Destiny 2, it changed quality of life yep. it, like instantly. There, there's so much stuff they've, they've improved. Clan support to make it an official part of the HUD yes. instead of like tucked away in the yeah. app. Uh, though the app still needs a little bit of work. They a lot, even of, have lot a, of work. They even have an NPC representative for you yes. in the game mm. for the clan, which is fantastic. I, right, totally. I think that's so, such a yeah. cool touch. And, and not just somebody, but they, they introduce her as a part of the story. And then like, oh, they wanted to keep me around for clans. Cool. But, you know, I, I think that, like, um, and, and this is overarching, too. The one thing you said, that, what, that's the thing that Bungie does well. I, I just they do two things. One, they, they do the unbelievable shooting, and they listen to their community. And that really drove all of this, right? Because I think almost a lot of the quality of life things were fine, things you could find other places on the Internet that they yeah. just went and built, right? So they just started mm-hmm. listening to people saying, oh, you want to know about public events. And I know we'll get into all of this. But, like, um, I love that they just took all that feedback, built it into the game. And, and I feel like it's a game that respects my time quite a bit more yeah. than the first one did. Yeah, I, I can see that as well. Um, even even with like the weekly reset, it doesn't. It's not like oh, I need to rush out and do that right now. It's no. like oh, I'm gonna, yeah, right. I got time. Totally. There's plenty of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, they've added more than just the uh, the patrols. They've added adventures. Yes. Um, can we talk about adventures for a minute? No, and, yeah. and I want to because adventures sort of barrels mm-hmm. into story for me, and instances sort of barrel into story for me because now that the raid is out. There was a an adventure that was an invitation from the king, I think is what it was called, okay. on Nessus, mm. where it introduced <laughs> something no, like yeah, that. Yeah, or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse gut reaction. me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but it gave us essentially a preview of what the raid was going to be and what right. the story of the raid oh, was. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. now... It, uh, that unlocking that door makes you think, okay, well, what adventure? Right. What strike? What instance? Because the story is one of the things that people complain about the most. Totally. Uh, from Destiny 1. And I think this, as sort of like cookie cutter, by the books, action space adventure story, it was brilliant. I yeah. l- like the, the world that it established in Destiny 1. And then it said, oh, now that you know what these toys are, here these toys are to play with. Sure. Yeah. L- what, what did y'all think about the story? Uh, well, to synopsis, a little bit of comparison, uh, quoting Kate Six. Bring it on, smart yeah, Please just quote Kate Six uh, all the rest yeah, of the show. Just, just, yeah. just for a brief Perfect. moment, because it just it, it just rhymes everything in for uh, my experience with Destiny 1, with okay. the story. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to explain <laughs> yep. what I don't have time to understand. Totally. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, a million percent. And I love that this game... Not to, to, to go from Destiny 1 back to 2, but like yeah. this game is so self-aware about that shit. It is yeah. self-deprecating. Yeah. Like, I loved when they were even like... Do you remember the quest? I mean, it was an adventure, or I think it was actually main story, where the, one of the, the vandals was stealing something, and, and your, adventure go, on, and your uh, ghost was like, that guy looks even more steely than the other one, or like yeah. thievy than the other ones. And yeah. I was like, this is great. Like, I love that. And they took multiple shots at their own storytelling in the first one, which I kind of loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And even, even some of the smaller stuff of like uh, community... Uh, community creations. Yeah. There was uh, a bug in Destiny 1 uh, in the Cosmodrome where there was a Vandal and a... Uh, uh, what are the little floaty... Shanks? Shanks. It was, it was a, a Shank and a Vandal. And the Vandal spawned with a yellow boss bar and had like triple the amount of, of the defense of what a, like okay. a high-level okay. Vandal was. And people started calling it Randall the Vandal. Love it. And it was alone in this tiny little part. And they brought back a really strong Vandal with a single shank, and it's on... Great. It's, it's in the EDZ. Great. And, the, and even in the last uh, the last strike, 
there was a vandal named like Rundal, and it, like they they've taken so much from the community. Uh, I say taken, but they have they have incorporated community creations and involvement and more of what the community wants in everything. I think Gaul is a fantastic villain. Mm, yeah, uh, and get. Was I'm sorry, Patrick. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. No, well, I, I think he's a fantastic villain uh, sure. for what this story needed. Yeah, uh, and and having him as a representation, an opposite re- representation of what Oryx was in terms of all powerful, but going by their rules of the Traveler. And the scenes between Gaul and the Speaker were awesome. I I really liked those scenes. So I, I liked the scene once. Okay. They, yeah. So they, what they did, like, I feel like, and again, I don't mean to be overly critical because, like, um. We were talking before the show off mic, and this this story is impossible to talk about outside of a context of of the D one right, which was right. like we we're all on the, the same page, right? Like that was a pitiful excuse for storytelling. And, and mm-hmm. I, if you haven't read Justin Stryer and Kotaka's article about the history of the development of Destiny, it's fascinating. I highly recommend you go uh, go go read it. Um, but I think that this story fell short a couple times. Mark and I talked a little bit about on, on the, the regular show, Inventory PT, about, like, I was very high on Gaul at the beginning and those, those, those bits with the Traveler. But I feel like the, that scene repeated eight times. Every time they cut back to them, he's like, I'm going to do this thing. And the Traveler's like, you're not going to do the thing. And he's like, but I'm going to do the thing. And he's like, but you're not going to do it. And he's like, but I'm going to sacrifice more. And he's like, you're not going to get it until he's dead. I watched that same scene play over and over again. I thought it was cool once and maybe twice, but I, it started to wear a little bit thin. And I think, again, I don't want to be overly critical because I had a great time playing mm-hmm. this game. I don't want to come across that way. What I will say would be, I feel like this game, narratively, was a whole bunch of missed opportunities because they introduced so much thematically early that could have been fucking fascinating to explore, right? And I'll start with this, and I really want your guys' opinion on this as we go. The idea of losing your light from the jump, right? And all of the sudden being mortal. Like, the themes present there, like, being a superhero, coming back to mortality, and starting to explore that with all these other Guardians who have died countless times, and they really start... I was riveted from the jump, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when you're in that long stretch, and you're by yourself, and you're like, oh my... We can die. Like, this is high stakes bingo, right? This is really crazy. Right. And they start talking to, like, Savala, and they're, like, really bummed that they are mortal. And it's like, ah, but no, you got your life back. Okay. Like, and they, they throw that all of those themes that they really could have explored right out the window. And I get you can't make a Destiny game and be mortal. I totally understand how mechanically that does not work, but I think thematically and, like, narratively, could, they could have done some interesting things with it. Agreed. But also in that same vein, how come yours was the only guardian that could be touched by the guardian's light? Why doesn't you start a single file line and be like, Guardians, over here! Oh, right here, like, go in here, everybody here, go get the light. Mm-hmm. Go. Like, like when you're at the, especially when you're at the, the first major shard of the traveler. Yes. You don't take all of the light no, and you even point. go back. I would call Donica. I'd be like, Donica, you wouldn't believe what I just read over here. I'd be like, look, you, you know, I need your striker back. Like, I need what? you back. Yeah, I told him immediately. You would be the first person I call. Like, I don't. Th- so there were just moments. And like, over, overall, I had a great time. Yeah. But if you really want to deconstruct the story, which I'd like to get into, um, I think there were some misses. Because I think they, they hedged on some really potentially interesting themes and then shied away from them. Mm. I think uh, in that vein, uh, I agree with you. But as I was, I, but, but yeah, you know, you can't just have a game, no. you can't have a Destiny game without, you know, the light, no, without, without your right. subclass powers and everything. I get it. But there's an interesting. I thought of an interesting way that could work around that while still keeping the theme of like no light, danger times, mm-hmm. and that is in the final, at least like in the final mission, you could have uh, like the proximity to Gaul and his anti-light magic could bring on bouts of you not having your powers. Yeah, just like okay. just like a flick of a switch, and it's like, zoo, and your ghost is like, okay, take cover. Like, That's what I thought it was need, going like, to be with him being hide. all powerful. I thought it was going to be instead cool. of, oh, hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm solar now. It's you. No, nothing will work against solar because he is pure. He is he has sure. pure traveler light mm-hmm. going into yeah, him. Yeah. You run. That and I, I I ran most of the time for yeah, that boss yeah, fight, yeah. but I did ultimately really like that boss fight because I didn't we didn't have enough of that Who? because Blackguard Wolf well, against Gaul. You liked the boss fight. I, I liked it because oh, what? Because Come we on. didn't get that type of a boss fight in like you mean one that you just keep shooting until he dies. Like that was the most boring. Like if you run strikes, if you run like uh, the, immediately when you run a strike, you fought guys like way more interesting and they're doing cool shit and you have to coordinate with your fire team. Like Gaul was just retarded. Like I shot that guy till he died and it was over and I'm like, oh, come on. And I thought we talked about this before, but like at the end, since this is a super spoiler cast. 
when Gaul like becomes that giant bit of like energy, right? right? I was like, oh, now the real challenge begins. It's like his second form, and let's go. Yeah, I thought I thought, I thought that too. I thought the same way too. Too. And, yep, and I was totally like, good. oh, it's like this is where it gets interesting. Not that it wasn't, because it was awesome. The music swelling and the production values are awesome, and it's this really cool set piece. But like mechanically, that guy was ready. I just literally shot till he stopped, right? Like, mm. and so anyway, like I, again. That's my theme of the story was like missed opportunities. Like great, there's great moments, great elements of it. But like again, that could have been cooler. I don't mean to be overly right. critical. I loved this game, so no, and I agree. And yeah. I think the, the I think the biggest missed opportunity in that in that last fight was that we are on the we are on the the deck, the top level of a ship in the air. Yeah, with ships flying around it. At what point could have Gaul just done a done a careless super attack that he just acquired he doesn't know of his own power and destroyed the ship and now we're in free fall and we land on another ship and then we have to shoot him from that as yeah. it flies oh, around okay. All right. that would have been also dope. cool a little yeah, bit more than just a, just a boss arena yes. right. but this goes into something that some people have been saying where I mean a lot, there's a lot of praise for this game right now because it's better than the first one Way better. but it should stand on its own and someone who's looking at this critically uh, I saw a YouTube video I can't remember his name sorry guy um, <laughs> you know, but guys. he was he was he was talking about how he was he was honestly way too critical. But mm. he brought up a good point. This game was very easy, very easy. Sure, and I've noticed it in weapon recoil. I've noticed it in enemy AI behavior yeah. between the first and, between the first and second one. The weapons, I think, across the board are much easier to handle, mm-hmm. which is nice. But it's simple. Yep. And it's, it's 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 easy for people to get into that kind of game, which I think marketably is you know a decent strategy. It also makes it more satisfying on a minute to minute basis. I, I think yeah. so too, right? Like yeah. again, I like I'm for it. So it's you, all felt streamlined. You and get good. that like oxycotton feedback when you're like, yeah, I got to kill. Mm. Um, oxycotton feedback that sounds fantastic. Oxytocin. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, melatonin. Melatonin. No, no, definitely nope, not melatonin. Not melatonin. Nope. Yep. You guys just, might know what I'm that's talking just about. What do you take to go to sleep? We just talking drugs. about drugs. We, we do drugs. We like drugs. Clear it up in the Lots comments. It was a weed feedback. Many, many, many drugs. Serotonin. Serotonin. Yeah, yeah sure. You get the serotonin feedback when you get a good kill. Not only that, but like, yeah, the boss fight. It was simple. Yeah. Right. It was very straightforward. A lot of the missions are straightforward. You know, there's there's not a whole lot of like depth in the playable gameplay. If you had it on mute and you skipped all the cutscenes, it's not much there. No, yeah. I agree. But, I mean, it's fun. And the post-game, like, after the story, it's a blast. Totally. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. There's just so many, like, I, again, I want to go back to, like, the the, the themes there. Like, I, again, you talk about death. Like, I think, I think Savala should have died. Like, or one of the I three, thought one of the, one of the Vanguards six, was It would have been die. great, right? It would have showed that there was actual consequence to this because there's no arc, right? Nothing is different at the... So we, we start, the, they've captured the city, but like it just basically resets and it becomes even, um, I'm spacing your name, who is the woman who, uh, with the hawk? Soraya Hawthorne? Yes, yeah. Miss yeah. Hawthorne. Hawthorne, like, basically, ha- she seems to take like great issue with the vanguard, right? Or, like, with, or, you know, with the, the, uh, Guardians. The, the Guardians as a whole and all this stuff. And I felt like they could have done a lot about, they could have done a lot with that. And they, again, showed death and, like, showed her, like, Really exposed. It's like, yeah, humans die. You don't. Yes. You don't have that. Totally. And but yeah. they but they choose not to, and they just kind of make her a garden. And I'm like, great. Again, I don't mean to be overly critical. I just I wanted. I think as a whole, I think it's our responsibility because we love this to be critical of it and hold it to a higher standard. And hopefully, we get a more interesting story later. At least to that character's credit, she was critical about it. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Right. And no. That, totally. Yeah. yeah I mean, yep. that was. That was definitely something that uh, resonated with me a lot, just in terms of the vulnerability again, how the game started with you without the light, and just the conflict of interest with where her character was coming from and where the Guardian's uh, positions were on the game. And it was, I mean, I I definitely wanted more dynamic with that. I wanted more storytelling. Mm -hmm, I wanted just more depth to that. Well, especially yep. because in the in the first game we don't hear about like regular humanity. We're just exactly. guardians yes. hanging out with other guardians. So finding out totally. like especially with like Devram who's mm-hmm. this big badass but he's just a human in a, in a really sweet vantage mm-hmm. point. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> what? And, and even, I know. Even his, I thought on my lower third. Like, I just, like, <laughs> his his like just uh static position is him like Raced up against the wall, all like sexy. It's Silver Foxy. Hi, Steve. Making uh, tea and drinking it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> sort of a thing. Uh, but it, it's still co- cool knowing about the humans, but with the Traveler reset, 
Did everybody get light? I don't, or are there I, still humans? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like that. My, f- I, I think my favorite reaction of the entire story mode was at the end of it all, and the music started swelling with yeah, and you're in the tower, and you're back in the tower, and you're like. Oh shit! Yeah, I know, I know. Banshee, totally. I, Banshee lived, yes. and this person yeah, lived, too. and, then, I know. and oh, Master Rahul. It holy was a shit. great moment, yeah. wasn't hey, it? Man. <laughs> holy shit! But, which, which, one of the things that that I think I've I've come to terms with in in Destiny is Destiny for me isn't a story game. Destiny for me and the world of Destiny yeah. is a lore game, yep. and it's finding out about this world, finding out about these these different species and their gods and yep. the this and the that. So all of the implications from the story are what made me interested. Okay, um, and and from a beat to beat moment of like. Oh wait! You can harness Vex technology and, and utilize it. You don't mm-hmm. have to be Vex in order to do it. You can do this. You can hack this, uh, it, it, and all of the extra, um, it, all of the stuff on IO with as the first place that the traveler touched, and and the Taken being back. I did not expect the Taken to yeah, be back. Yeah, totally. Though it, though it totally makes sense. Yeah. I guess. Why wouldn't you use those assets? Mm-hmm. But and I really even like too when the campaign's done. It sets up all of those, some of the adventures and some of the post quests. Right are. They set up those relationships between all those factions in really interesting ways, right? Like they're trying yeah. to exploit and they're at odds, and like it sets them up as different because I think the the, the narrative, the story, the campaign anyway, doesn't set them up to be interesting or they're just the next thing to shoot, right? It's just the next thing in front of you to get to your thing. Yeah. And I think like post post story, I thought they did a good job of like setting them up with their own motivations and mm-hmm. like you know t- you know what are their goals in this universe, right? Yeah. And I really like how the in game uh, scannables are playing a lot into, like, uh, background and what's yeah, going on with these characters. totally. Like, if you're on IO, uh, there's there's a few little uh, little taken, uh, like, darkness balls that you can scan. And one of them alludes to uh, one of the current presumed dead, maybe alive, leaders of the Hive, who might take a throne from where Urks was sitting. Oh, cool. Is and, it they're, and, they're, and they're chanting her name. Savathun? Yeah. That, so, all of the shit with Savathun... It's gotten me really stoked for what the what the hive is up to. Exactly because I mean, there's there's some there's some there's some named yellow barred knights that are like the Fury of Savathun that you can mm-hmm. see on Titan and you fight them. Yeah, yep. uh, and, and a couple of witches too. And a yeah, couple yeah, yeah, of witches, yeah, yeah. Totally. something yeah, of tough. Savathun, something of Savathun, and Savathun is uh, one of the three. Or it's his sister. Yeah. One of the Love main that you three. Just have that. They're just locked and loaded. It's the it's best. The thing. It's the it's lore the of this game. That you yeah. love. That's yeah. what I Were love you, about. Did, it. did you, you find, do the whole like uh, uh, the cards? The Grimoire oh, cards. The Grimoire cards. I, you guys are yeah. deep into the all over those. I, I know they do. Loved for good reason. I, love them. I think they're dope, but like for good fucking reason. Like how yeah. how is that not terribly game? implemented? I, but I was on exactly. like I would find them and then on the app I was like. Okay. <laughs> scrolly, oh, scrolly, 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 scrolly. Uh, right. Oh shit! I know. I read. I read the whole Book of Sorrows like two or three times. Really? It's that's so fascinating. Cool. That's it's, so cool. Have you ever read it? No. It's so fascinating. It that's talks so all cool. about it's the like creation of the hive. It's like on Skyrim where you can pick up a book and read it. Yeah. It's so cool. It, it it talks about all about the creation of the hive, the three sisters who later became uh, Oryx, um, uh, Zivarash. I'm pronouncing that wrong. And Savathun. Nobody's um, going to correct you. And they that. and they go through. <laughs> some people might. They, they go through. They go through the I creation. Hope, I hope people correct they, us because that means that they're watching. How they become <laughs> manipulated by the darkness. How they manipulate each other. How they try to gain power over one another. Mm-hmm. How their whole ecosystem works. You know oh, if they don't. Cool. You know if they don't kill enough things, they die. I did not. That's know. like their whole drive. Because yeah, the hive, the hive are worms that that take the that. You know those little worms and, you see? Yes. That's them. That's the hive. Not not the thralls, not I the acolytes, so not the much. knights. It's the worms. So one of my favorite fucking... I love this. I fucking I, love this game. I love it. Yeah. So on, thank you. So on I Titan, love, yeah. when you're rolling through, like, I call it I call it the space mall because it looks like a mall. But uh, right, I know, yeah, I know. It looks the space beautiful. Mall. I want to yeah. go it there does. all the time. I want to hang out there. But as you're bed, like... Bed, Bath & Beyond. It smells great. <laughs> but God. as you're going from area to area, you see a thing with... Um, I'll say transparent aluminum for my Star Trek homies that you see underwater outside. Uh, yeah, totally. and if you stay and you watch long enough, a giant fuck. No. The only way to put it, a giant fucking thing. No. Oh yeah. Just floats by, and it looks like a oh a GFT. Gi- what? Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. Um, 
floats by and it looks like a giant hive worm. Stop. And and my favorite theory oh, cool. of, my favorite thing about it is because you can see the rings of Saturn from Titan and you see where the dreadnought was. My favorite theory is that after you kill Oryx in uh, King's Fall, yeah. he falls and his worm lands on Titan and grows even bigger. Fantastic. And that's why Savathun is there to grab that and take control of that worm and, and become queen. It's very wow. cool. Right? Yeah, I know. I like the game more after this conversation. Yeah. This is fucking mission accomplished. Just go, go yes. this and, game, and, and, dude. And if you, if you listeners and uh, watchers at home, if you don't want to read all the grimoire, there's some really great, great lore YouTubers for I've Destiny 2. My name They're is Bife. Destiny. My name is Bife is the best one yes. by far. He has a whole set on the Book okay. of Sorrows. I think the last one is about to come out. I think the fourth the fourth one is it out or is it about no he's, it's coming out he's got p- he, parts has, one he three. has three of them and it goes through the whole thing there's animations and everything oh, cool it's fantastic production right. value go check him out uh, I'm not connected with him in any way but I really like his stuff Great. I, no I would love to next time we talk about Destiny if, if at all possible I would love to get him <laughs> on the line yeah. or something but what Steve yes sir you're here I'd like for you to talk um, what in terms of quality of life, in terms of the future, now now post story, post game, you everybody here is probably going hard trying to get up to three hundred five, up to to three hundred five power level, light level, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. What what are some of your favorite things now that hey story's done? What am I doing? What are you doing, Steve? Uh, you no, know, we all want to know. To okay, my experience of Destiny two post-campaign has been like this. Uh, get together with friends, figure, yeah, I'll drop by the tower, I'll go do this, I'll, I'll you know, go uh, pick up a side mission, sure. go onto this planet, uh, you know, do a flashpoint or something like mm-hmm. that, and just kind of randomly help out other guardians that I see online along the way. So it's it, kind of it, the best. Yeah, and then, it, and then it turns chaotic, and you get in from one battle into the next, and you kind of feel, oh, something's shiny. Oh, I'm going to go grab this loot right over here. Yep. Oh, wait, hang on a second, I'm going to go... Wait, uh, uh, my uh, my ghost is turning. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. I'm going to get some more lore right here. And then, oh, wait. Yeah, no, no. I was going to go back and do this thing. Yeah. So it's been like that. And I absolutely love it. I do, <laughs> yeah. Dude, totally. You say we did. I feel like at my fire team, we would, during the campaign, we'd be on a campaign mission. And then we'd find one of those lost sectors in the middle of a campaign mission. Yep. And then a public would start. So I'm in a diversion from a diversion. Mm. You know what I mean? And like. Uh, as somebody who's incredibly ADD, Mark will tell you, like, this game was tough for me to focus on just getting through the campaign, but I, I do love that there's the game's literally littered with stuff to do everywhere you go. Exactly. And you awesome. don't have to stop. It no, just I agree. Stacks. Tot- I, yeah, yes. Because totally. I, yeah. I would pick up a mission, a public would start, and then after the public, I'd be like, all right, let me warp to the next public. And it's like, you can't warp. You're in the middle of something. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm collecting stuff. Whoops. Yep. All right, let me do that real quick. Oh, yeah. right. I have a and narrative the, to do. <laughs> and uh, the, the patrols, too, like, you can pick those up during publics, and usually they're resolved by the end of the publics. Mm-hmm. So, to your point, mm-hmm. they all stack. I mean, I, I love it as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, some great improvements that we've seen as far as quality of life goes. Uh, items, there's a lot less item bloat, and it's yes. a, and some people don't like this. I adore it. All of the like, uh, all of the planetary reward items are token based, yeah, vendor based rewards. Yeah. You collect them, for the currency. Yeah, you collect them and you distribute them. Yep. Oh, not only that, some people also don't like this, but again, I kind of do. All of I don't know if uh, you guys have multiple characters. Not yet. Not yet. I got to. None of, none of your items, are stagnant on one character. It's your items. Yeah. Your accounts, items. The armor and weapons are stagnant. Meaning, meaning if you vault it. No, no. Meaning, I mean vault it. Yeah. Vault, yeah. vault yeah. is vault is between all the characters. But, but so is your all, item page. All of the items are available. So if you, oh, so oh, you got don't it, have got to it. vault it. Oh, yeah. cool. So if you pick up like a whole bunch of like, like crystals or tokens yep, yep, or yep. something on your main, yep. and then you get on uh, one of your not main classes. I did not know. They're all there. I did not know. Additionally, here's what I'm doing on my on my uh, second and third characters. Whenever I pick up a planetary item, I just keep it. When I get to my main character, I just turn them all in and get high powered stuff. Right. Yeah. And then nice. and, and that's how I'm and then transfer back. And that's how I'm getting my other characters leveled up. And I think that is so cool because something that Destiny One suffered from so much was item bloat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was uh, you guys remember year one? There was radiant shards. Yep. Radiant. Um, energies there were modes of light fragments. Modes of fragments. more fragments yeah. oh yep. my god more fragments. there were so many things and this is so streamlined I agree the only thing I haven't found a use for yet are the totally normal coins that Cade 6 gives out for doing his treasure hunts have you seen those yeah. they're like they're like brass colored like fake strange coins oh and I've got like 600 of them or something I, I genuinely don't know what they do 
Yeah, that no, I don't great. know either. Great, not sure, okay. but I don't, I don't mind them. Movie. Fantastic, I don't mind them being in my inventory because my inventory isn't filling up. There's only like I don't know, like a dozen or two different types of mm-hmm. items I can stack in there, and there's like a slot of like what fifty. You gotta make room to for the shaders, though, yeah, right? Like I feel like no, but that's the thing is the shaders. Everybody's like, how we're not gonna? I'm gonna be stacking all of my shaders and not gonna have any room. I've got, I've, I've probably got about thirty or thirty, thirty-five shaders. I got plenty of room. Though I'm just starting to get into the. Ooh, that looks really nice. The shaders, yeah. but I only have two left. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can't use it. Oh, just wait. You'll get more. Uh, That's the thing. Is yeah, that waiting until I have like way. a stack of ten or twelve? So really divide. I've been, Ooh, I like that one. I've been really it. down that rabbit hole of paying for making. No, no I you didn't. <laughs> because I feel like I think that's part of, and you know, we talked about this on our show, but like um, Bungie, like internally, they call your avatar, they call your guardian the doll, right? Dressing up the doll. And I've been really suckered into some of the legendary ones, like the, the gold and the chrome stuff, especially mm-hmm. later. Like, Ooh. I want my Titan to be chromed out. Like one of those uh, on my Sparrow. Dude, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Like, and I think, because, again, Titan feels like, you know, he should be knightly, and it should match. And I was looking a little bit like Punky Brewster from the jump. It was, like, some pink <laughs> and some blue. And I'm, like, unbecoming of, a, like, a high-level Titan. And so, uh, and again, you go, you churn gear so fast. I was like, but I need the shader. I just mm. need it. And so, anyway, I've, I've spent real money on shaders. Yeah, and I like how I like how additional My levels. Patrick and I'm a shader <laughs> I like how additional levels Hi, after Patrick. twenty don't just give you like an item to spend yeah. on things. It gets you like a bright angle. It gets you like totally. cash loot. It, it, gets you, it gets you swag. Yeah, it gets does. you stuff that you can use. And yeah. that, to that point, I don't mind the microtransactions. I don't either. Yeah, yep. and it's like, oh, I can. I I am getting these at a rate that is appropriate for me. Yeah. I'm fine. And I was. I, don't need to I, buy I, I really do. Wish first, if, if I'm going to spend, I wish I could spend it. If just choose. Right, like, yeah. just, I don't like this this blind box nonsense. Like, if I'm gonna, sp- I would probably spend more if I had a good understanding of what I was buying. I'll buy, I would a, I'll buy a pack of twenty cerulean divides for five bucks. A million percent, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like Metro Shift and a couple of the other nonsense. Like, but I would buy those immediately because then I wouldn't have to worry about it. Give me five bucks, and then I just know. But you know, anyway, um, we're we're talking a little bit about the investigating elements. Um, talking about the Leviathan, there is one on. I want to say Io. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Io. That involves the stranger from game one. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, whatever happened to that? Have no idea if that's going to come back around, but they mentioned it. Oh, cool. Yeah. My mm-hmm. favorite one, and I talked about this on Monday, and I showed Steve uh, the other day, is in the uh, on the tower, there's a little window, and there's a book poking out of it, and it's the speaker's room. They said, oh, nice that they kept the speaker's room, Okay. but the speaker's gone. Do we need a speaker? And now that's like, oh, are we going to look for like a... a Osiris? A, well, maybe not necessarily Osiris, but are we looking for a new speaker? And, and we did. We were the ones that did get the light. Who exactly. better to speak Does for that the mean light? that we I, are... Why aren't we For Destiny 3, is it going to be our character behind the speaker's mask? No, but no, but there's a... Uh, if you know, if you know uh, the story behind Osiris and Saint-14 and the speaker and everything, um, Osiris was the original... Um, Warlock represented for the Vanguard. Mm. Okay. And he was a brilliant mind, uh, like the youngest. I mean, age doesn't really matter in this time where you've lived for centuries. But um, he and the speaker took a real liking to him. And both of them uh, were sort of like, you know, just hanging out, buddy, buddy. But the speaker was also grooming him to be the next speaker for when he wasn't going to be around anymore. Sure. Because he's like, you know, everyone dies. So. And actually, and actually, no, isn't one of the first expansions involving Osiris? Exactly. All right. Yeah, cool. the, the very I, th- I believe it's the next expansion comes out uh I think this winter before yeah, the end of the year. This, this, um, first week of December. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh involves Osiris and it's called the Curse of Osiris and there might be something to that. Osiris might become a speaker-like character in the mm-hmm. game because that's sort of what he was getting set up to be. Now, I can't remember what exactly drove him out of the tower, but it was something bad enough that his best friend the um uh Saint 14, the Titan, mm-hmm. who the helm was named after. Uh was tasked with chasing him down and hunting him. Mm. And he did mm-hmm. so willfully, even though he was his former best friend. So, again, I can't really remember. Go to My Name is Bife on YouTube if you want to find love out. that you know He's fantastic. Lord. I know. Um, awesome. Christ. But uh, uh, in addition to that, we're getting uh, something I want to talk about real quick. Please. Uh, another one of the expansions they talked about is going to be something that has to deal with Rasputin. Now, yes, uh, has, the Hive Mind. Yeah, totally. has, has anyone played uh, a Hunter character? No. Yes. Okay. 
So, wait, have you played a hunter character? Have you gone through and uh, gotten your second subclass? Along for the ride, Patrick. Along for the ride. No, I have not yet. Okay, so you know when you're getting your subclasses on, on your mains? Yeah, and it's story and, time. And you get story time. I fucking yes. love that. I kind of do, ready too. for creepy story time? Each, each subclass gets something different, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the warlocks are tailored to Ikora and mm-hmm. some warlock stuff. Titans are centered to Zavala and some, like, titan things like, you're a powerful lightning beast or whatever. Yeah. Um, the hunters... The first one is almost exclusively about Rasputin. Really? Yeah. Almost exclusively. But it's Rasputin centered around Cade. Okay. And someone in, it's Cade talking about a conversation he was having earlier with someone else. And he was, and he said something like, and he asked me, you know, we haven't seen Rasputin in a while. And no one really knows as much about Rasputin as you do. Are you Rasputin? And Cade's like, and Cade's saying that like, out of story, he's like, so, huh. I didn't really know what to tell him. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God. Are you kidding me? So oh, new, new favorite theory, Cade's Rasputin. Now, <laughs> my favorite thing about this is because, uh, uh, what, what, is, what, is, what is that race called? The, the robots. Exo. Exo. The Exos have numbers after the name for when their memories are reset. Yeah. Sure. So you have Banshee 44, yeah. and you have like uh, RC, RC uh, 22 slash 3B or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that is so it's supposed to keep account of how many times they've been reset. Cade only has six. And I was thinking, how many planets was he installed on? Or how many planets was Rasputin installed on? And then they were talking about, in, in one of the missions, in, when we're talking about one of the missions uh, on uh, Io, when they're trying to deactivate the war mind, or they're trying to get so into it. So much. This is amazing. I, I know, I'm just like, yeah. Just they're, 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 they, they talk about how, um, they talk about how uh, the, the ghost brings up, is this, uh, which war mind is this? Uh, or which war mind was this? And Cade's like, there's only one war mind. Right. But Rasputin's uh, connection got severed. Once, um, you know, once the collapse happened. Mm-hmm. So they're all pretty much independent or, you know, vacant or shut down or whatever. So what if Cage 6 is an exo failsafe bot to hold key codes to the war mines and has no idea? That's very cool. <laughs> all right. Wow. Okay, so there's do you guys, a lot, there's do you guys a lot play of the Taken King? King? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You remember Cage Stash? No. Yes. Oh, the Kate Stash, yeah. Kate yeah, Stash, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. with his cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and you had to you had to go up there and find the yeah, yeah. find the invisible I thing, do. dude. Patrick, you can spend a day on my name is Bife. And this just is be the like, best. I'm riveted. And also, he, it's he's a story time. He's a British dude, I'm on a so platform. his his like temper of yeah. his makes voice. him sound real yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, are you the speaker? <laughs> are you? <laughs> but um, so yeah. sorry, big tangent. But yeah, that's something I'm really interested in. But but that that's the thing is is all of these investigative items. And the adventures and everything makes it feel like this universe is big and has infinite threads yeah. going up to the sky. Um, bloody hell, we've we've gone through the time. So, uh, nightfall raids, strikes, all of the stuff that you can do after the fact. Yeah, hopes and dreams. We're just, like just while we have the time, I just want to present all of the things that we want to yeah, talk about. Yeah. See what are you, some of your hopes and dreams and some of your favorite like like we already talked about what you're doing post game, but like what's the goal? Is it to I'm going to be running the raid all the time? I'm going to be running the nightfalls all the time? I'm going to be the guided games person? I'm going to head up my yeah. own clan? Like and and what do you want? What is the next step of destiny to you? Okay, well, <laughs> Let's get uh, maybe going. part maybe part of a clan right now. Um, I'm gonna experience as much raiding as I possibly can since I only did the Vault of Glass in okay. the first one. Yep. Partially with a group of people that I only met once and look to try and glitch part of it where we just we try and get to this high place and glitch out the enemies so yep. they disappear and then it's an easy win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bad way so I'm not going to do any yeah. of that. Yeah, uh, but you know I'm, I find the guided games uh, enticing. Uh, tickets uh, that you purchase or are awarded. I think they're awarded. That's right. Uh, uh, tickets that you are awarded to go do the guided games. I have, to be honest, I have mixed feelings about that. Yeah. Um, it, I feel like it should be open, but then again, they still have it labeled as a beta, as far as I'm sure. concerned right now. Yep. Um, that being said. Uh, going ahead of that, I'm interested in see what the faction rally is going to be all about next, next week. week? Ooh. If it's and a sparrow racing, I'm literally like deleting this from my memory. <laughs> just, I'm just over it. And uh, to bring that I'm on note, doing... Anthony, I don't know if you can get this. No, he but... can't. No, he <laughs> okay. can't. He right. can't well, do it. It's a dead orbit watch. Dead orbit can suck it. No. <laughs> <laughs> suck it so good. Um, Future go dead orbit. I 
I'm 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 just anticipating at least you know uh, future war cult, uh, new monarchy and dead orbit to come back. Uh, it'd be awesome if we saw more than that. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in see what they're gonna do with that. Me too. Um, because I you know we're we're already at the point with again quality of life. We get a new gun and we don't have to spend the next uh, week or two just oh grinding God. away. Yes. Change out the scope. Yes. I mean, yes. Choose your perks and you go. Good light yeah. almighty. I, I mean, totally. seriously. Yeah. It's just... Boom. Although I will ah. say, the, the one quality of life I want to pitch uh, Bungie, so please Bungie. I think it'd be rad if, like, when you went to purchase a gun, especially from Zur, they, they opened up a little shooting range. Let you test it out. Before you Are you sure you want to get this gun? It. Will you like this gun? Well, it doesn't wanna, matter about it. I want to see how that feels. Because I've had some sweet, like, I love hand cannons for the most part. I've had a couple that, like, you get them and you're like, that's not that fun to yeah. shoot. You know, to have <laughs> the energy and it's like, and like right now I'm using one called Bad News and like it just echoes off the cane and yeah, just this loud, like you punch a hole, man. I love the attention to detail, how every gun sounds and feels just a little bit different than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so would love love that as a the next quality, next round of quality of life would be able to try the guns anyway. Yeah, uh, and uh, to that note, um, I did like the Sparrow Racing. <laughs> oh, I did too. Um, well, also, well, here's the thing: the Sparrow Racing no, came at a time where everybody no. was like, "Give me something to do." Yeah, I know, but it was, I know. It was definitely it, also on that level of desperation. So where does it, was like, it does okay, have so a we place. got something holiday no, it themed. Does not. Fucking and, no. Uh, that the Halloween holiday themes that fucking they came also out with. No. Just, no. No. Well, dude, no, especially I the, love the holiday stuff. The You've got to be crazy. Okay, the so pumpkin, the, yeah, pumpkin heads. What about real Christmas dope? with the snow? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was great. And I guess to respawn with the bats. Yeah, yeah, dude, going, point. going trick or treating on the tower was pretty fucking fun. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah, like that a lot. And getting and getting like raisins from Aris And now and now that we can change our transmat. Yeah, I know. Or a transmat appearance. Yes. A Halloween one where you like just come down as fire and yeah, just, blow, just explode out like of the air. Scorpion. Up, yeah. up and yeah. fire. That would be <laughs> so board. good. On board. <laughs> or like, more auras. I don't know if anybody's unlocked an aura yet. No? But yeah, I'd, I'd say as uh, far as DLC content, uh, hopes and dreams, I would, I would love to see just more story arcing with some of the other supporting characters. I'd love to do some more stuff with Soraya. I want to do some stuff yeah. for Holiday. I want to find myself doing some, you know, side mission or adventuring in, in some part where I go steal a, a, a new vehicle or something that she's looking cool, at pulling yeah. parts for yep. and get a new Sparrow out of that. You yeah, know, something that just keeps it related going from one point to the next because the side missions and the adventures are so, so spot on. So good. With I agree. But everything that helps tell about the world. Speaking of holiday and vehicles, the vehicle sections were a flashback to like classic Halo Straight bins. up Halo, man. So much Halo DNA in this campaign. So <laughs> much fun. Oh. Even, even when you were just in the rover that didn't have a weapon and you were just bulldozing. And uh, hive. Yes. Yeah, and it's fun. Super Not fun. Not like Batman Arkham Knight where they made the tank sections boring as shit. The first, anyway. the first ten were good. <laughs> Level 72. No, but tank. then when you're in like the Mole Man fight. I know, I know, you, I know, I know. I, I turned the game off and traded it in. I hate, I, oh man, it ends so good. Yeah, oh. it ended exactly how I thought it God would. Anyway, um, but we're not Talking about that, uh, Neil. What are some hopes and dreams and some stuff that that you're, you're doing right now? Blow our well, mind my, again. my 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 mind is just filled, Mark. I, I, with no, ways this uh, can go. I got I got freaking uh, taken Queen Savathun in my head, dude. I, you, let me just say, your lovely wife is in chat and <laughs> and just keeps saying. He talks about this all the time. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I do. I talk, I, talk, I talk about this to my boss who doesn't even play Destiny. He's like, should I get Destiny? I'm like, okay, one thing you gotta know. Shadow Thune could be coming back, and we haven't even seen her before, but she raises <laughs> beings from nice. the planets in their millennia of conquest. Um, so there's a lot of things that I would like from, this, from, from, from the future of this game. I really want to know more about Osiris. It's fascinating yeah. to read up about him. Um, just what what he thought and like what his followers believe and all that stuff is so cool. It's just more of that. Uh, definitely more in Rasputin. But another thing that's interesting uh, the, has anyone found a, the secret room in the tower? Which secret room? There's a secret room, uh, sort of in the uh, sort of in the hangar. It's up above. Like you have to go up some stairs and go on a catwalk and jump on a thing and mm-hmm. go inside of like an air duct and then you go inside this like office mm-hmm. and it looks like an office has a door that's bolted so you're not really oh. allowed in. But there's symbols in a word all over that called uh, for a Daito, and Daito 
is an in-game manufacturer of weapons. They made the Jade Rabbit from Destiny 1. Oh, yeah, no, I remember Daito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their symbol is everywhere. If you look for it, their symbol is all over package crates on Titan, along with the other factions. Okay. Their symbol is all over, uh, uh, actually, it's all over the computer systems in Titan. Like, when you boot up a computer to get the buoys working again, the symbol flashes up real quick as like a, hey, Daito. And they could be a faction coming up the Faction Wars in a week. And I'm very interested to find out, if not then, then if they're going to expand on, like, this weapons manufacturer before. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't really expand at all on the... um, on the what, what were they? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, there, well, there's there's other uh, <laughs> other weapon manufacturers. Well, Hake, Vice, yeah, Vice yeah, yeah. is a new one because they that seem to hold more like uh, hive technology styled weaponry <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, with some of those other guns. I don't remember Vice in the first but one. The, the ones the ones I'm thinking of are the ones that actually created Siva, and they were on uh, mm. they're on Mars in D1. I can't remember their name for the life of me. But um, right, Patrick. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's but right. There Absolutely was a right. there's there's <laughs> a lot there's a lot of like the the thing I'm looking forward to the most is just where they're going to take it. There's so many possibilities. I really like the direction that the um, that the expansions are taking. They're not so much towards like an enemy, at least overtly. Yeah. The first one was like hi. The first one was like fallen. Oh, we're going to learn more about them now that we know about them. Right. What can we learn? And yeah. I'm really excited to know, Patrick. Uh, hopes and dreams. Uh, my hope would be that the adventures carry some weight, right? Like these post. Uh, they they make a shift where you come back and like um, p- because post campaign there's not like a there's not a, a reward right it's not part of that loop you go and I think the narrative is fascinating I think they're the coolest part of the destiny right now and I'm having a hard time getting my fire team to care they're also into it but also they'd rather like go through that like power grind and like keep powering up mm-hmm. and I want to see all of this right like to me this is what's really interesting about this world um, I'm not so into the light treadmill so I hope hopefully there's some some better incentives as we go and because I'm with you like really the reason I play this is um, my brother's in another part of the country and so you know it's this is half like destiny strategy but it's half like dude how was your day at work today like man oh i hate your boss too let's go kill some hive like yeah. and so you know for me like hopes and dreams like I, I want more content and reasons to keep logging back in like until and i would like a more constant drip of that so that i don't have to wait till december because i don't know that i'm gonna raid anytime soon mm. i'll continue to do the night falls and whatnot but like um would like more you know pretext to to log in and have those conversations other than other than raiding. Mark, what are you? What are your hopes and dreams, man? So this soon. is a big dream. Yep. It's something that we've been teased about uh, since Destiny One. Yeah, and that's uh, ship combat. Something for the spaceships to do other than fly you from destination to your destination. Customizable loading screen. Yeah. How do they not just be able to make it? They do little barrel rolls. That's all I want. Or something where some sort of a button it. prompt. Yeah. Yes. Something. But but something to utilize that a little bit more, you especially know. having a holiday drive you around. It's like, well, well, let's do something or pick you up yeah. in various places. Like, yeah. all right, that seems like, and, and especially when like the the Awoken and the Dreadnought got into that huge firefight. I was like, oh shit, are we gonna see? Nope. So <laughs> in terms of a dream, maybe it's not gonna be in the first expansion, sure. but maybe as the last thing before Destiny 3 is like, oh, by the way, we finally got space combat up and running. And it's not, and it's nothing too special. It's just like the gummy ships in, in Kingdom Hearts. Nothing super special. You customize it, it gives you one extra laser or it's a different colored laser or something like that, but it doesn't necessarily do more damage, but something a little bit more active. Bungie did it in Reach. Like, their last Halo game, right, where they had, like, but they had mm-hmm. Destiny posters all over the yeah, walls. they did. They did, spa- they did ship combat and it was incredible. It's the best yeah. part of Reach. So, like, and again, it's part of their DNA. Let's just do this. It's possible. Mm. It's within the realm. It's within Reach. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, hey, so, like what you did there. Real quick, I don't want to discuss this. <laughs> I, I don't want to discuss it really. I just want to mention quality of life. We've been talking about PVE all night. PvP has taken a big step forward. Yes, yeah, I, I actually have fun playing. Yeah, I do too. I have a ton of yeah. fun, and just just the fact that like just the fact <laughs> no. that I'm not so <laughs> good at PvP, and I can go More. in and go like 24 and 10 against like a, a what I would reckon be a pretty good a, team. A competent team uh, is amazing, and yeah. I love it. And I can't. I haven't gotten a trials team together yet, but this weekend I hope to. I am so excited about PvP in this version. Yeah, we didn't version. that at all. We don't have enough time to talk about all of the lore implications of Trials of the Nine. But yeah. we definitely have Dear... time to understand it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so nice to the point where, like, I kind of want to do, like, if Lord we could, these... like... Certainly every time a DLC comes out. I yeah. think the four of us need to get back together. Like, right? like give it a week for, for yes. Osiris and then, and then come back yeah, for it. This board. was fun as hell. Yeah, yeah. Blowing your mind yeah. with our, See, with I'm our lore knowledge. speechless yeah. and that never happened. Dude. Just, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, Keeping you on speed dial. Uh, definitely. I, I'm excited <laughs> to, to finally do a raid 
Uh, I'm currently at 269, and, and I've got a couple of more like powerful <coughs> drops to get this week. But ultimately, just being in the... I want to be in this world more than I feel obligated to be in Destiny yeah. 1. And if, you, if you're not playing Destiny, if you're waiting for PC, totally understand. But if you can pick it up now, pick it up now. Get all the expansions. It's going to be worth your time. It's just like, yeah, we have a couple of small nitpicks here and there. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you're joining us for the first time now, this is a podcast that usually runs Monday uh, Monday afternoons, nights, evenings on the Popcorn Talk Network and on Twitch. Yeah. We also stream. If you're watching us on Twitch, we it's mostly Destiny that I'm streaming. But hi, Gaul. Um uh, some of our other team members so stream good. as well, so make sure to follow us on Twitch for more of that, and we're going to be expanding a lot of the stuff that we are doing on Twitch, so make sure to follow us there and on Twitter at InventoryFullPT. But until next time, Patrick! Yo! Hi. What's up? Where uh, the fuck's uh, find you? You can find me at Pete of the D's on Twitter. Uh, I'm there a lot. It's a lot of trash talking about number 45. Uh, but uh, I do want to hear about uh, your experience with Destiny, so I'm at Pete to the D's on Twitter. You can also find me at Truly Slide on the console of your choice. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Neil Plumley. You can find me at a place where you can find people at the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. I like playing Destiny. Yes, yes you do. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, name's Steve Egbert. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, you can follow me with uh, the rest of the show at Inventory Full PT. And thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. My first yeah, time. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So Steve, Steve usually runs the ones and twos for us. Anthony is running them right now. Um, so I, I, as we get into more games that you're interested in, we'd love to have you on the panel. Yeah, yeah thanks sure. for being here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you. And thank you to Anthony uh, in the booth. Thoroughly appreciate it. Also yeah. plays Destiny. Also plays yeah. Destiny. And we ruined the story for him. I'm on uh, my way up. Well, love kind you, of, bud. He's on the way up. You can find me on Twitter at Donica, but make sure to follow everything Inventory Full PT, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. We, I love doing the show. I yeah. love having people on and talking about one of my favorite creative mediums. So make sure, if you're a fan of it too, tell your friends, follow us on Twitter. Thanks so much, and we will see you at the Tower. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed here are those of the hosts only. Talk Network or its owners or principals. From producers Maria Menounos.